And yet another long day of stupid. Some more stuff came out of just a bunch of just yes men, really. That have nothing. I mean, you hear them in the report, whether it's coming from the Secretary of Defense, uh, from General from Austin, from General Austin, Lloyd Austin, to you know, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, you know, General Milley. I mean, there's nothing. He even came off kind of assy, did Milley and all that. Um so all that, I mean, I understand why they don't take questions because they're covering something there, covering themselves so they don't have to answer anything. But uh, I mean that, and then we get to the point of the show that I really wanted to get to, which was this damn deal with Trump that everyone kept talking about. Well, I'm going to read the thing for everybody today so you can actually hear what's going on and stop listening to all the shit that they're spreading. So we'll get to that bunch more right after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome back to the Jesse Rosinski show. Still hate that recording in progress thing that says that you guys never get to hear because it's a giant waste of time. But anyway, uh, had a whole entire thing ready to go. Then I made the tragic mistake of being in the room when uh, Lloyd Austin and General Milley started talking. Yeah, that threw some uh, extra stuff in there, but a lot of good stuff. Slam show. Let's get into it. Before we get into the main thing, let's go through all the stuff there, you know. How about the mere fact that we're coming up on 20 years since Afghanistan started? 20 years. And now we're right back where we started because of the way this all, I mean, like it was going to go to hell anyway, but I mean, 20 years later, Senior Al-Qaeda leaders are officially back in Afghanistan, where it all started. The whole reason we're here. The whole reason we were there, all of this whole thing, is to get Al-Qaeda. And now they're right back in there. People that were released, you know, they're going to have numbers. And all the stuff we left behind, that's, I mean... Offense the world, that's going to end back in the hands of people. We don't want to have it. If you're way too naive, I'm sorry for you, but that's the way it's going to go. They're going to end up with that stuff. At some point, whether we like it or not, want to admit it or not, I'll admit it. Although, uh, yeah, Taliban needs money. As you know, they have the country, allegedly. They have all that equipment and a lot of people that would love to get their hands on it. You're saying that's that's the way it actually works. I'm not uh, too naive to admit that. It's terrifying to see people in the positions that they're in saying some of the stuff they're saying. Um, Again, Jake Sullivan, Kirby, Secretary of Defense Austin, General Milley, Joe Biden, Secretary of State Blinken, like no matter what, across the board, like you're hearing all kinds of stuff. And uh, that this was a great success and all this stuff. But I mean, all they're doing is lying to you. 
literally like that's all they're actually physically doing if you actually look at all the numbers i'm tired of getting my head bit off by people like last night again i saw a video they you know made it all the equipment they left behind at the airport inoperable like yeah how about we talk about the 85 billion dollars worth of stuff they already had well before we left and destroyed everything that was left there which is still ridiculous that we had to do that anyway but Guess what? It's a real thing. It came from actual government reports from the U.S. Government Accounting Office. Like they really have stuff. And everyone's just shooting it under. Oh, well, you know. Trying to play it down like it isn't this big cluster that they all caused. Like I really like was getting like people trying to tell me last night. So videos with all the stuff destroyed. Like it's been confirmed by General Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Lloyd Austin, General, Secretary, Defense, Kirby, all of them have like done it. And I went over the list yesterday, the day before, the list from the U.S. Government Accounting Office. And again, the Pentagon, State Department, like all these people have confirmed it. Yet there they are. Going off telling me that I'm crazy. That never happened. I'm full of it. And that it never happened. Guess what? It did. Except now we've, people in leadership position have already moved on. Like they mentioned it when they got asked a question and they moved right on to the next thing. Like that's a problem. Like no one's going to get held accountable for that. How about the conversation that you know, Joe Biden had? What, June? With then President Ghani of Afghanistan? And the optics look bad and all that, you know, because they're taking over and all that. Like, but he allegedly didn't know there's more proof. Trump got impeached for less. He got impeached for a lot less. Like, that conversation right there is actually cataclysmic. By their, you know, standing, he should be done. People are just moving on. Again, when it comes back to all the stuff they lost that Joe Biden's administration is putting out, you know, bulletins to all their agencies you know to scrub all public records and reports of the equipment that was left behind so the public can't see it why the hell do you think they did that because people like me and other people got a hand on the list and actually made it very very public and made everyone want to go and look at it because they couldn't believe it themselves so now they're just going to make it so it goes away they didn't do anything stupid or shitty whatever i mean whatever you want to call it why would they be making them scrub all that information from public view? Because they know they screwed up. They really, really know they screwed up. No denying it. No denying it at all. They screwed it. They screwed the pooch. And again, there's people still attacking me. They know they didn't. Like, I mean, how, like, I got told I was blind during... Uh, Trump's first impeachment, you know, and they're all, you know, because of a phone call, the only one person thought was bad, yada, yada, yada. We all know the story. They've been saying he was doing this, that, and the other thing. None of it came back to be true. Even, you know, a lot of it, like all of it was investigated. None of it came back to be true. I think none of it stuck. Well, I think they moved on to a new thing every week. I mean, oh, you're blind. Well, you, you can't do any wrong, can you? There are people still right now to this day telling me they're very proud of President Biden. They're proud of their president. He's doing a great job at everything. Like, and then all these idiots are coming on TV telling us everything's okay. Like, um, he even came out 
And what did he say? It was a great success. Let's talk about how we got all those people out. Never mind what the dogs, military, yeah, service, military dogs that got left behind. 85, 80 plus million, you know, sorry, billion dollars worth of equipment left behind that they now have. Uh, let's see, American citizens got left behind, American you know, students at the American and, you know, University of Afghanistan. They got left behind like 600 students there. Um, people that, you know, risked their life to help us in that whole time we were there got left behind. Apparently a bunch of like 500 reporters and their families for various different government radio station network stuff got left behind. People died because of the just cluster that all of this was and everyone's still lying about it, telling everyone everything's okay. We had no idea when there's actual reports that they did know. And everyone's saying that everything's okay. Secretary of Defense earlier and Millie. I mean, Millie seemed again, just as shitty as he always does. He had that piss poor attitude towards life doing his thing. You know, <clears throat> shocker, but they're saying everything's okay. Then, you know, we might even work with them. It's possible. There's a two word answer for Millie. If we could, you know, if we could contemplate working with people who were just at war for 20 years and up to like two, three weeks ago. We're already, you know, confirmed reports of them doing mass executions and stuff. Like going through people's phones, finding anything. If they had anyone from America or any contact, they went out there trying to help them get out, calling that person and killing them all on the phone. There's lots of reports of that going on right now by these very happy people. They're super, 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 super good people. You know, the people that are also holding mock funerals. You know, you see them in the streets, like holding up coffins with all of our us and our allies' flags draped over them. You know, that, those are really, really, really good people that were doing all this stuff. Do all these people keep saying that we might work with them? Hell, there is a member. GOP put forth a bill, the Armed Services Committee, I believe he was on, trying to block them from giving funding, you know, money to the Taliban. And that's getting blocked by the Democrats as we speak. And you've heard come out of Jake Sullivan's mouth, we may, which means, well, if they're blocking this, they probably will, because they've already been trying to put money into it. Like, so the point was to not lose any more people or money or any of this to the endless war. So we're bringing all them over here. And guess what? I'm sure a lot of those refugees and people that work with us are worth it. But could have kept people like even all the generals wanted people to stay around there, or at least in Pakistan, keep an eye on everything to keep the counterintelligence, intel all together, keep the peace, you know, be able to stop stupid stuff from happening, have someone there. And that got turned down by Sleepy Joe. Like, and now we have no footprint over there and regardless all the money we're spending now because we got out the way we did like how's those people that are now coming here by the tens of thousands and if we you know it's going to cost more than it would have been for us to stay over there and none of this idiocy to happen well at least not you know if we we're still in the region this wouldn't happen people actually thought our leadership would do anything actually this wouldn't have happened we all know but everyone around the world thinks because most of us with a brain that have two eyes and ears that work. We all know what's going on with the current regime here in the country. Like he's not there. Sorry, he's not. But it's going to cost us more money to house all those people here than it would have been to stay there. If we go and spend, well, so we got out there to save billions of dollars. We're going to turn around and give them billions of dollars. 
to rebuild and all this stuff like that double negative we blew it to hell we need to get out of there save you know all this money we're wasting 100 what do you say like 300 130 million or 300 million dollars you know a day i think joe biden said the war cost something like that i don't know he stammered through it i don't remember very well but then we turn around and we spend more billions of dollars there anyway so what the hell is the point of getting out to save these few billion dollars we were using every year over there if we're going to turn around and give them aid like it doesn't make any sense at all and it's funny how all those same people on the left yeah lots of them great people but uh yeah all those people that were going after trump you know from before day one saying that he's committing treason and everything else it's funny yeah U.S. Code 2381, whoever owing allegiance to the United States levies war against them or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort within the United States or elsewhere, is guilty of treason. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? We just gave a whole lot of people tens of billions of dollars of equipment. Kind of sounds like that exact actual definition, giving them any arms or anything. Well, we did. And there's crickets, and everyone's telling us that we're crazy. It's like, no, what? This is actually really bad. And everyone's just walking around like it's a normal. It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. A wonderful day in the neighbor. No, I don't want to be yours. Not at all, actually. I'm not that stupid. I like my brain cells too much. I like my sanity too much. I like other people's sanity too much. But. Like none of this, any of this at all makes sense. And the fact that the Secretary of Defense, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Secretary of State, who thanked us for listening after his speech the other night, which who the hell does that? Um, thank you for watching and listening, but not addressing the whole entire planet, pretty much, that was watching. Uh, again, Joe, Kamala, like anyone in the whole thing, whole administration saying how this was a great success yeah there was one good thing we got a lot of people out but people died equipment got you know taken it billions of dollars worth and thousands of people who helped us and we promised you know we'd take care of them and reporters and students and americans like all kinds of like all dogs all all got left behind sorry you got people out congratulations that's about the only thing that didn't completely stink and the whole situation was asked backwards and didn't need to happen in the first place, which is why we're all actually really, really pissed, believe it or not. It's not, you know, that's why, because it didn't need to happen. It did. My reports were forever, but I'm crazy because I know how to read. And, you know, how dare I have a functioning brain after this many concussions? I know, you know, many severe concussions, can you survive? Well, apparently I still have at least room for one more. Sorry, world. So my brain will continue to work. And you're going to have to continue to deal with it, all you people on the left. I'm sure there's no one that actually watches this that's on that side because I'm pretty sure their head would, like, legitimately explode if they actually had to, you know, hear this all the time because, I mean, it's all backed up by facts. Sorry. Like, everything, I like, tired of getting told i'm a conspiracy theorist or i'm crazy why because i said this was going to happen last year all hell is going to break loose it's going to be a miserable thing it's going to be a waste here we are a year later you're welcome not you know believe it or not all of us that are like into politics and stuff yeah you can't change anything yeah actually all of us that pay attention we're the ones that make informed decisions off of actual facts like from the state department 
from the FBI's crime records, from the CDC numbers, from all kinds of stuff. Like we actually look stuff up and stay informed. So we actually do have make informed decisions on the people that are going to be you now pretty much running the country because, well, they don't represent any of us anymore. They represent all their asses. But now to bring you the great, I don't know, the main event of it all. Now they all keep blaming Donald Trump and his agreement with the Taliban, like made a bad agreement. It's his fault. Well, I figured, what the hell? Let's go through and actually let everyone hear what's inside of the agreement. Cause you know, it's only four pages. So, you know, a lot of people just keep saying, I heard, well, then how about you read it from February 29th, 2020, you know, one, let's see. Comprehensive peace agreement is made of four parts. One, guarantees and enforcement mechanisms that will prevent the use of the soil of Afghanistan by any group or individual against the security of the United States and its allies. Two, guarantees enforcement mechanisms and announcement of a timeline for the withdrawal of all foreign forces in Afghanistan. Three, after the announcement of guarantees, for a complete withdrawal of foreign forces and timeline in the presence of international witnesses and guarantees and the announcement in the presence of international witnesses that Afghan soil will not be used against the security of the United States and its allies, the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan, which will not, which is not recognized by the United States as a state and is known as the Taliban, will start intra-Afghan negotiations with Afghan sides on March 10, 2020, which corresponds with Rajab 15, 1441, kaboom. Here we go. Number four, a permanent and comprehensive ceasefire will be an item on the agenda of the intra-Afghan dialogue and negotiations. The participants of intra-Afghan negotiations will discuss the date modalities of a permanent and comprehensive ceasefire, including joint implementation mechanisms, which will be announced along with the completion and agreement over the future political roadmap of Afghanistan. That's broken down. There's the beginning, I've broken down to four parts. You know, after that, through the whole thing. And it's actually really, I mean, not that complicated to read either, but here we go. Part one, the United States is committed to withdraw from Afghanistan all military forces of the United States, its allies and coalition partners including all non-diplomatic civilian personnel, private security contractors, trainers, advisors, and supporting services personnel within 14 months following announcement of this agreement. And we'll take the following measures in this regard. See, it's funny. I'll withdraw, you know, all, you know, everything. Literally everything. Allies, coalition forces, including non-diplomatic civilian personnel, private security contractors, trainers, advisors, and supporting services personnel. Yeah. So everyone. Yeah, but so far, look, there's so much to blame here. And we're going to do this. And you're going to be outside 14 months. Here we go. A, the United States, its allies, and the coalition will take the following measures in the first 135 days. One, they will reduce the number of U.S. forces in Afghanistan to 8,600 and proportionally bring reduction in the number of its allies and coalition forces. Two, the United States and its allies and the coalition will draw all of their forces from five military bases. So we will withdraw all of you. We will get it down to this number, troops, within this time frame. I know, again, trying to figure out how this is all his fault. 
B, with the commitment and action of the obligations of the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan, which is not recognized by the United States as a state and is known as the Taliban in part two, this agreement, the United States its allies and the coalition will execute the following one. The United States its allies and the coalition will complete withdrawal of all remaining forces from Afghanistan within the remaining nine and a half months. The United States its allies and the coalition will withdraw all their forces from remaining bases. Okay, well, there we go. Really simple stuff here. So easy, anyone can understand it. C, the United States is committed to start immediately to work with all relevant sides on a plan to expeditiously release combat and political prisoners as a confidence-building measure with the coordination and approval of all relevant sides. Up to 5,000 prisoners of the Taliban and up to 1,000 prisoners of the other side will be released by March 10, 2020, the first day of intra-Afghan negotiations, which corresponds to Rajab 15, 14, 41. The relevant sides have the goal of releasing all the remaining prisoners over the course of subsequent three months. The United States commits to completing this goal. The Taliban commits that released prisoners will be committed to the responsibilities mentioned in this agreement so that they will not pose a threat to the security of the United States and its allies. D. With the start of intra-Afghan negotiations, the United States will initiate an administrative review of current U.S. sanctions and the rewards list against members of the Taliban with the goal of removing these sanctions by August 27, 2020. See, there we go. E, with the start of intra-Afghan negotiations, the United States will start diplomatic engagement with other members of the United Nations Security Council in Afghanistan to remove members of the Taliban from the sanctions list with the aim of achieving this objective by May 29, 2020, which corresponds to Shawal 6, 14, 41. F, the United States and its allies will refrain from the threat or the use of force against the territorial integrity or political independence of Afghanistan or intervening in its domestic affairs. So I'm still trying to figure out, you know, this is a big bad thing and caused all hell to break loose. But what the hell do I know? Again, I'm not the smartest guy. I can just read and understand big words. But part two. In conjunction with the announcement of this agreement, the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan, which is not recognized by the United States as a state, is known as the Taliban, will take the following steps to prevent any group or individual, including Al-Qaeda, from using the soil of Afghanistan to threaten the security of the United States and its allies. Well, sorry, look at that stuff. We were trying to get out of it. Broke that right away, which means deal's already off. But one, Taliban will not allow any of its members, other individual groups, including Al-Qaeda, to use soil of Afghanistan to threaten the security of the United States and its allies. That's what, that's already gone to hell, which is why, no, we shouldn't give them any money. We should bomb them back to the Stone Age. Two, the Taliban will send a clear message to those who pose a threat to the security of the United States and its allies, have no place in Afghanistan, and will instruct members of the Taliban not to cooperate with groups or individuals threatening the security of the United States and its allies. The Taliban will prevent any group or individual in Afghanistan from threatening the security of the United States and its allies and will prevent them from recruiting, training, and fundraising and will not host them in accordance with the commitments in this agreement. The Taliban is committed to deal with those seeking asylum or residence in Afghanistan according to international migration law and commitments of this agreement so that such persons do not pose a threat to the security of the United States and its allies. 
The Taliban will not provide visas, passports, travel permits, or other legal documents to those who pose a threat to the security of the United States and its allies to enter Afghanistan. Part three. Salon found where the big bad thing is where it's all his fault. Very simple stuff, pretty cut and dry if you know how to read. The United States will request the re recognition and endorsement of the United Nations Security Council for this agreement. The United States and the Taliban seek positive relations with each other and expect that the relations between the United States and the new post-settlement Afghan Islamic government as determined by the intra-Afghan dialogue and negotiations will be positive. Three, the United States will seek economic cooperation for reconstruction with the new post-settlement Afghan Islamic government as determined by the intra-Afghan dialogue and negotiations and will not intervene in its internal affairs. Signed in Doha, Qatar, Cutter, however you want to do it, on February 29th, 2020. Which corresponds with Rajah 5, 1441 on the... That's really small. Oh, here's re lunar calendar and Hoot 10, 1938 on the same solar calendar, in duplicate, in Pashto, Dari, and English language, each text being equally authentic. So uh, please tell me where there's this big, bad, anything. That's straight from state.gov. Can someone please enlighten me where this big, bad language caused all of this? I mean, I literally just wrote it. You know, I didn't see it. That's all I'm saying. I didn't see it. I didn't see anything in there that was actually like causing all of this and did all this. Again, and the people saying, well, he released those people. Yeah, they released those people a long time. Like, for what? I think that, yeah. Well over a year ago, and no one still died until this level of stupid happened. And the Taliban released all those people from ISIS-K and Al-Qaeda that were in prisons and on their way through and went everything, even though we knew they were doing it in April, and we did nothing. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how people are even letting them get away with saying that it was all the agreements. I just read it verbatim, except for when I took out that really, really, really obnoxiously long sentence about the you know, Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan, which in US, you know, the United States government does not, you know, yeah, we get it. You don't recognize them, it'll be called the Taliban, such for it. I cut that long part of that sentence out all the time and just went straight to the Taliban because we need to hear that 95 times. But there's nothing in there that caused any of that. Like people released bad things didn't happen. And people saying that, like they traded like five, the, yeah, ISIS five, old man five, whatever the hell you want him to be. For Bo Bergdahl, who was actually a traitor, walked off his post and all that. And one of those guys actually led this whole thing. It was right there in the presidential, you know, the, their version of the White House in the president's office behind his desk, right there. Funny how no one mentions that though. There was still peace and no one dying. I mean, some version of peace, like U.S. troops weren't dying. All that. For a very long time before Joe went and just eh, get out, no matter what his advisor said, even all so many reports of him saying, don't do it. And saying we didn't know, even though he was talking to President Ghani in June. Like, so you knew, and everyone else knew, and you still go out there and lie through your teeth to everybody, and they keep letting you get away with it, which is actually kind of the most disheartening and disgusting thing about it all. There's so many brainwashed, just that, like many people. Like, it's right in front, it couldn't be any more in front of your damn face came out and punched you and people are still letting them get away with it like and there's nothing in that agreement really that caused like so they exchanged prisoners everyone got some no one died for a very long time after that last u.s death at all was last november and it was way before that 
you know, February of 2020, since a military person died, and look how many we lost. Just one fell swoop from the completely hatched, hatcheted, we'll go with hatcheted, you know, plan. They just went in there and just acted like complete dumbasses. Apparently, they needed more people to keep Bagram if they did that, but they didn't have enough, so they chose to just go to Kabul because they couldn't get enough troops. I mean, tell you, there's all kinds of stuff coming out, and it's funny how all the people that were raising pitchforks and you know, everything else to go after Trump every five seconds, even before he was in office, they're also quiet. That's the part that actually really terrifies the shit out of me. Is that people are just that, just uh, like the stuff gets released all the time. It's not that hard to find. Like, how the hell are we even having this conversation? I'll never understand, but. Yes, it is what it is. Um, I don't get it. I don't like it. But nothing we can do about that. So I just hope people wake up. Like, hope, I don't know how people aren't awake yet. But hell, at least now out there in the world, if you don't know, you know, know anyone, share out this one. Because there's the actual plan that they keep blaming for all of this. Like, he changed dates. He changed everything. Like, he... They broke the deal repeatedly when they started taking over the thing and our allies had to keep, you know, like, all that, like they broke the deal forever ago. And President Trump's deal, but you pushed the date back on, made an arbitrary date. They broke it a million times, committed treason, giving them all that equipment because that's well beyond aid to enemies that they then had to, you know. Now they can use on the whole region and of our allies or anyone they want to, their own people, all kinds of stuff. Like, it's just going out and executing people that were our allies, which again, like there's so many things in the deal that they broke. Um, that was a solid four pages. Like it's not that one of big languages that was, you know, crazy words. There's nothing hard to understand. That was cut and dry. And they're just using it as an excuse and making him the fall guy like they do for everything else that they completely suck at. I don't know if you've looked around, but I mean, Immigration at over a 20-year high, we're up to 21, 22-year high. Last I checked, uh, inflation at all-time highs, gas prices the highest since like 2014, and sustained for this many days, uh, national average. At least and how that all happened, uh, you know, 20 years later, the Taliban's in control, Al-Qaeda's back, and well, Taliban's super well-armed now, so there you go, taxpayer dollars. COVID, they had no plan. Like I said, they had this big plan. Where all they're doing is just locking everything down, making passports take away people's, you know, civil rights, you know, for something that's still at ninety nine point nine percent survival rating, like ninety nine point nine three or something. Yeah, you know, like so, and yet everyone's still blissfully happy about it, which is just the disgusting part. But hopefully, at least reading that plan out to you, if you didn't know where it was or ever hear it. It's easy to find. You can bang it. You can look it right up. Donald Trump's Afghanistan plan. Yeah. Agreement. Boom. State.gov has it right there for you. You can read it yourself. Share it on to people. I don't know. But hopefully it woke someone up at least. Got some information out to some people who never heard it. But with that, I'm going to bid you adieu and go make dinner. I appreciate the listen. I appreciate the watch. However you're doing it. Remember, videos are on officially Facebook. YouTube, Rumble, Getter, and I'm working on Instagram. It's not fully done yet. I'm nowhere near the newer episodes, but I am getting through as much as I can, as fast as I can. And the audio is on like Anchor Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Spotify, and Apple and Google Podcasts. So 
follow along on any of the, you know, the audio ones. You can catch up to the whole library. I think minus one episode for some reason it has sound when I hear it, but when I upload it, it doesn't do any sound. So, but the whole library is on all those things. My sponsors will appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I really do appreciate you guys taking the time to, you know, give me any time of your day. So that being said, I'll be back. Another good one. Got some more stuff coming up that I will plan on doing. Change it up a little bit. Hopefully one day we can get down to this Afghanistan stuff. But just so much more stupid keeps coming out. So I got to keep doing it. But I appreciate you all learn something, spread some stuff about some real actual information, educate some people, be kind to each other. And until next time, my friends, enjoy the rest of your day and peace.